even with its land's natural beauty, you should probably stay away, especially if you're Salem. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Lemish in the War of the Lance era. I'd like to take a moment and thank the DL Saga members and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. I'm referencing the Atlas of the Dragonlance World, Tales of the Lance box set, and War of the Lance sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Not all nations are as vast and sweeping as Salamnia. Some are small regions that, in ages past, split with larger nations to carve out a future for themselves. This is precisely what Lemish did. As we know it in the War of the Lance era, Lemish is pinched between Salamnia, Estwild, and the New Sea. It is bordered by the Garnet Mountains in the east and the southern Dargard Mountains in the west, the latter of which protects them from potential incursions from the Estwild barbarians. Equally important to its inhabitants are the North and South Dark Woods, which hold back the people of Throt in the east and Salamnia in the west. A tributary of the Vingard River circles the fortified city of Fearfold, marking its northern boundary, and on its southern border, the New Sea offers the opportunity of shipping routes to its most common trade partner, Sanction. Life in Lemish is hard. Peasants are oppressed by the government, and city folk are extorted by thieves' guilds. Slavery is practiced and exported, but lumber is the chief export of Lemish, with the building of small boats, nautical equipment, cabinet work, poultry, medicines, legumes, mushrooms, and herbs also being very profitable. The population of Lemish stands at around 20,500. 80% of that is human, and now about 15% are hobgoblin and 5% are draconian. The climate of Lemish is much like Salamnia, temperate most of the year, though the winters typically last a few weeks longer. The frequent rainfall provides thick vegetation, feeding the dark woods and central plains. The mountaintops are snow-capped nine months out of the year, creating some of the most beautiful scenery around. And from mid-Phoenix to early Ranmont, ice actually closes the new sea bays. There's a saying in Salamnic, savage as an Estwilder and untrustworthy as a Lemishan. While this is on its face disparaging of its people, the vast majority have earned its sentiment. They are collectively known for their unfair deals and bullying mentality. Lemish was once part of Salamnia prior to the Cataclysm, and it was one of the largest cities one would pass on the Great Seven Gods Highway when you left Salamnia towards Sanction. When Ergoth fractured, the people of Lemish were forced to fall under the protection of Salamnia, but they were not happy about it. They are people who are ambitious and fiercely independent. When opportunity rose to rebel, and it did a few times, they fought the Salamniks. However, with their distance from Ergoth, they would ultimately have to return to the fold, building generational animosity toward the Salamniks in the process. Lemish was one of the nations which chose to side with the dragon armies rather than fight them. This is exactly what Nelthus did as he saw the blue dragon army advancing. He arranged to give over the eastern third of Lemish if he could rule the rest. As Salamnia was the true target of the blue dragon army, they kept their word, and so did Nelthus. Now he rules the western lands, actively trying to clear Lemish of its Salamnic threats in the north and the dragon army to the east. Is he a noble ruler protecting his people from the ravages of war, or a profiteer? I'll leave that for you to judge. 
Some major settlements in Lemish include Kermish and Walmish, both having just over a thousand residents each. These port towns were established well after the cataclysm nestled in Crusher's Bay. They are built of scattering stone buildings and wooden shacks, but as small and dingy as that may sound, its docks can hold large numbers of ships, making them important shipping zones. Chisel is a hamlet with just over a hundred residents, located in the foothills of the southern Dargard Mountains, 20 miles southeast of Lemish. It is the entrance to a small Thiwar clan of dwarves who delved an underground mining complex. This Ironbane clan has been here since the Cataclysm. Elmwood is a small town of over 1,500. It's located on the border of Lemish society, just inside the perimeter of the Darkwoods. It frequently tries to annex away from Lemish, but its dictators refuse to allow it. They frequently trade with Salamnia, and it is a multicultural city due to its success with trade. Fangoth is a large town with over 2,500 residents. It is north of Lemish and is ruled by hobgoblins. This was their reward for standing against Salamnia. It is a filthy town where one can get away with nearly anything, but don't get caught in its patrolled streets. You might be sold into slavery. Fearfold is a fortress of just over a thousand, which looms over the banks of the Heartguard River. It is surrounded by miles of grassy plains, protecting it from invasion. It's run by a former Salamnic who defected and is known to converse with the dragon armies. Lemish City is just under 11,000 residents. It was once a masterfully built metropolis, featuring the best architecture from Daltagoth. It features three gates protecting its walled city, the south, which opens to the darkened woods, the gate of sunrise opening to the southern shore of Estwild, and the sunset gate opening to the Seven Gods Road. They're only open from sunrise to sunset, no exceptions. Lord Tyrion leads this corrupt city by brute force. Citizens must be presenting blue passes to walk around, or its spies and guards will arrest them and sell them into slavery. Even the Thieves' Guild pays tribute to keep operating here. Wayfold is a hamlet of over 200, located in southern Darkenwood along the shore of Crusher's Bay. This small village of Kender lives its life fishing, playing, hunting, and exploring the woods. They are seemingly undeterred by the folks around them and are strictly avoided by any rational thinking humanoid. The Kender are more wild here by painting their bodies and their women are believed to even speak with the dead. A couple sites of note are the Garnet Mountains. They're considered evil by the Lemishites and avoided. The Kalen dwarves rarely deal with the unscrupulous Lemishans and avoid trading with them if possible. The Lemish woods cover almost 75% of this country. They echo with the sound of woodcutters and their small villages dot the land. There are still miles of unexplored forests holding dangers untold. The southern dark woods are ancient and home to many sylvan creatures like dryads and nymphs. There is a rumor of the great and immortal Lord Wilderness who lives in these woods. He is believed to test the mettle of those who believe themselves worthy of entry. It's also believed that there are Kaganesti elves who live in league with Lord Wilderness. On the throttle border are the Godsfell woods. They are the ancestral home of the tree shredder, tribe of hobgoblins. Their name is a misnomer as this tribe protects and reveres its home. And that is all I have to say about Lemish in the War of the Lance Era. Would you ever go explore southern darkened woods? How about raid a hobgoblin city? And finally, would you ever play a spy thriller adventure set in Lemish? Leave a comment below. 
I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember, magic will be my sword.